This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. What's up, CBC Land? Cover Band Central Wisdom Hour, number 21. This is Steve Witchell in New Orleans. Yeah, and Tony B. from New Jersey. We are finally 21, legal. finally legal. <laughs> we can get into bars now and buy booze. And what else can we do at 21? Speak of wisdom. We can speak of wisdom. We're legally uh, able to speak of wisdom now. <laughs> awesome. awesome. What's happening, brother? Oh man, it's it's just I this is my favorite time of year, man, and it's just finally getting cool. Like the yesterday was the first cool day we had. It's been hot ever since like May. Yeah, you're right. It is the first like uh, you know it's kind of chilly. Yeah, it's great. Now it feels like fall. Now it feels like Halloween. Are you guys playing Halloween this year? No, I played this weekend. We played um, that charity event. Uh, uh, about yes. 200 people. Beautiful. It was nice. No, good weather out. It was not too cool. It was fall-like, but not extremely, you know? It was, wasn't so cold that, like, you know, your hands got cold from playing. Um, so it was nice. Uh, like I said, good turnout. Band sounded great. Uh, we had good setup. A lot of fun. Awesome. What is, uh, are you, uh, you, uh, you have the new board. We talked about that a long time ago and, uh, Oh yeah. Anything, uh, any updates on that? Any new fun things that you found? By using um, it? other than it? just the fact that, you know, it's, it's got so many, you know, it was, it was really cool. So like, for example, we, we set up, we get everything, you know, ready to go. And then, you know, it has the app on your phone. And so the mixer comes up on your phone to mix your, your monitor. Right. You know? And so cool. Steve pushes a button and it saves the scene from the last gig. And all the faders on the board all, you know, move. They all flick to a different position. And all the settings on my phone from go from zero, they all populate. And I have the same exact monitor mix that I had at the last gig. <clears throat> That's tremendous. But do you have to tweak it at all because it's a different room or a different venue or a different atmosphere? Uh, you know, I, I tweaked it very, very slightly. You know, like vocal, I just the vocal was a little too loud and a couple of vocals, so I, I, I paired it back. But for the most part, I mean, you know, again, we played an outdoor gig, you know, and we saved it from that scene. Then we played an indoor gig and we saved the indoor gig scene. So being that we're outdoors again, he just populated the outdoor gig scene. So oh, okay. it was pretty much the same because it was, you know, 
same uh, sort of parameters were outside, you know? Right on. Yeah, it was very, very cool. But, you know, and, and now everyone has in-ears. Uh, so we all played with in-ears and everyone got to experience, you know, the magic of in-ears, which I've been telling them for two years is uh, <laughs> night and day, you know, because I, I got them about two years ago. Right. And I've been using them and I said, guys, you got to get them. You, you hear everything. I mean, talk about vocal, like harmonies and locking on. You can hear it like clear as day, you know? Yeah. I mean, really, like you can fine tune your vocals. So that was a lot of fun. Yeah. And, you know, the more we do it, the more I realize that I, like, I don't have to bring my mixer anymore. I don't have to bring half. The, I just need a, a magic box of some sort to take the signal out of the board into, you know, because I have a little like Royce box, which is one of those, um, it's like an inline monitor mix magic box so you plug your stuff into it and you can mix it into your headphone you know and you can adjust your own vocal volume you can adjust the music uh volume but it's only got two channels but i only need it for one right i just need an in and i need an out into my headphones almost like a like a an amp like a headphone amp you know right but the problem i notice is that when i put it through my board i get like super high fidelity you know through my carbon board when I put it through this Royce mixer, there's a little bit of degradation, you know? It's like a little bit of the bottom rolls off. It gets a little tinny sounding in the top. And the, nothing has changed except the component, you know? So I guess the preamp in that little Royce box is not as, you know, high quality as the one that's in the mixer. Gotcha. So as soon as I can figure that out, I can basically then I don't have to bring... You know, my mixer and my whole mixer bag and all that stuff. I just to bring my mics and my cables, plug them right into the R board, you know, the new board, and I just get a, a monitor send out of there. And then I mix my monitor on my phone. There you so, go. Very cool. There you go. And you're being the you're a drummer, you're already carrying a lot of stuff. So anything that you can leave behind. <laughs> Dude, first to <laughs> arrive, we have to leave every gig. Right. And you don't just bring a, a simple kit. Like, what kind of kit, kit did you have at, at that? Uh, that party, the the uh, charity. Event. I actually I I I brought an 18 inch kick, I brought a snare, brought a 12 inch rack, 16 inch floor to the right, and I put a 14 inch floor to my left. Okay. And then you know hi hat ride, two crashes into China. It's not an overabundance of stuff, but still, uh, you know five piece right, five drums, and then uh, a bunch of cymbals. Right on. You know, and Mike and I mic'd everything. Mike kick snare, the twelve, fourteen, sixteen. Mm. Cool. Very good. Yeah. Did you take and, any and, and vocal? Right. And I didn't take any pictures. I'm a knucklehead, and I was too <laughs> preoccupied with everything. And but Kel did say, take some video. Did he? Okay, and good. He did, and, he, and he posted it to Facebook. I think on his page. So. Oh, he did. We, I didn't even yeah, see we it. We can go okay. online, snake some video. All right. Cool. Cool. Yeah, I want to definitely link. You know, your stuff to. Uh, to this so people can see you guys play you know because you, you guys are great and uh awesome man thanks yeah I, I, uh, i'll see what i can i can rustle up yeah um cool so you don't have a halloween gig though huh no i don't have a halloween gig this year hmm. first time in a long time man it's a little a bummer you should come down here <laughs> 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 Halloween here is so awesome here in New Orleans. It's oh, it's sure. like Mardi Gras, and Probably it's killer. yeah, and it lasts for 
I mean, it's basically starting now. <laughs> you know, people, you know, people, I mean, in New Orleans, it's pretty normal to walk around and see people in costume any time of year. Um, but usually there's, being that I'm here all the time, there's certain people that I see all the time that are sort of character characters in the street and they do stuff, you know, they're trying to make tips by being dressed in character and getting pictures with people. Um, but then, yeah, leading up to Halloween, it's just, you know, anything goes. <laughs> Any, and it does. Anything and everything goes, really. Um, it's super fun, man, because I love Halloween, man. It's so much fun for me that just... Yeah, I love October, the weather, the, you know, baseball um, postseason and football's in full swing and uh, the costumes and everything and the candy. <laughs> oh, yeah. Don't forget about the candy. The candy. It's the most important part. So I went to um, we're, we're considering at Crazy Corner dressing up. I, I would really like to do a theme. And actually, this this year, Halloween's on a Tuesday. So the the weekend prior to that will be the Halloween celebration in New Orleans, and and the Monday and Tuesday too. Will it'll just be a whole crazy four days, um, five days, probably six days. <laughs> it's gonna be nuts. Um, but I I really like I I really think it's important that the band dresses up. Um, if you're playing a Halloween gig, the band has to be in costume, and there's so many. How like have you? I've done it before, played in a band for Halloween, didn't dress up, um, but that was probably a long time ago. Um, I, like, what do you think? I, I think if I'm going to see a band for a Halloween um, party, Halloween theme, um, the band better be in costume, right? Oh, yeah. Every, every Halloween party that we ever played, the whole band was in costume. And it was usually a costume party, so everyone's in costume, you know? Right. Guests, band, everybody. And I like doing a theme, like picking some sort of theme so the band looks like a band. Um, like we did... There, uh, Remember Dog Voices? The band Dog Voices? Sure. Um, Monty. Yeah, they were a big cover band back in the uh, late 90s, early 2000s. Uh, and uh, I went to see them. The DHA, the, the radio station in Jersey... Um, uh, hosted, a, they do it every year, like a Halloween bash, and it's usually in like a hotel uh, place, but it, you know, set up really nice. And they did it one year, and uh, the Dog Voices did, and I went to see them, and they were all superheroes, and it looked, and they got like real good superhero costumes, like they didn't, yeah. they didn't get the cheesy ones, um, so they all looked, re- and they all looked really good, you know, it just it really helps the whole party vibe. Um, so we one thing we considered <laughs> is all dressing up like the Reno nine one one cops, <laughs> yeah, with the beige shorts and the you know the tube socks <laughs> or the the big long black socks or white socks, glasses, mustache. Um, it would just look ridiculous. So that's uh, one of pictures our pictures of that for sure. Oh yeah, obviously we take pictures of everything. Um, but I I, I want to riff on this. Like, what are some other good theme ideas for for a band for Halloween? For Halloween, uh, we went we went one year as um, criminals. Like everyone dressed up in the criminals outfits. Yeah, I was just thinking like Reservoir Dogs. You could do like all do the like the black suit with the skinny tie. 
Yeah, we did like the striped suits, like the jailbreak suits. Okay. And and, and uh, one person was a cop. It was like you know, it was like Julie was a cop, and we had a bunch of jail jail guys. Um. One year we went random. Everyone just dressed up as something else. One year we went '80s rockers, like big giant wigs. I had like the uh, the fake sleeve tat. It's like a, you know, you pull up your arm like a sock almost. It's like skin color with little tats on it. Uh, See, big, that's a good know. one. That that that's one that I would enjoy doing here. Yeah, because that, we play that was, a, that was cool. Yeah, because and we play a lot of '80s songs. So having you know all dressed up like Guns and Roses, whatever. Um, that would be cool. That's a good one. Yeah, I'm trying to think what else. Those are some of the better ones, you know? Um, See, like, if you pick a cool theme, like a movie, you know, a movie is a good theme where the costumes are going to be um, attached to the the idea of the movie. Like Wizard of Oz is one example, obviously. Um, but that's a little too much for a band to be... Nobody's going to be a cowardly lion. <laughs> Or Tin Man. Can you imagine it's somebody it's being it's Tin, tin Man? York, imagine like somebody being Tin Man and playing the drums. <laughs> that would be good. You know, I went one year as a pile of leaves. <laughs> really? Now that's a good costume. How tell, you got to explain that because I can't even picture it. So I took a sheet, cut a hole in the top of it, right enough to get my head through. And made the top with like a, I, I made like so I could tie it so I could make it tight. You know what I mean? And then I, hot I I with um, spray adhesive took leaves and stuck them all to the sheet, and then took a hat and covered that in leaves, and then took sunglasses and covered those in leaves all the way around <laughs> uh, with the bandana, and I looked like a pile of leaves. Literally, like real legit pile of leaves. And did you play drums in the leaf pile? No, I did not. No, okay. I did not. Hey, but we, did, we, you and I played Halloween gig a couple times. And remember one year you did were we? a priest, and I was Jerry Garcia. Yes, 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 yes. Right? Okay. Remember? Yeah. Now, wow. There, I hope there's pictures of that somewhere because yeah, I there, oh, there is. Yeah, I got pictures of that. I because I didn't remember that. <laughs> but now you did. Wow. And you said a couple times. Was it a couple times or was it just that one time? I thought we had played another time, but I don't, I'm not certain of it. But I remember that one for sure. Did I tell the Halloween story on to you already uh, in the in Wisdom Hour, a thing I did on Halloween? I don't think so. This is one of my favorite stories ever. And you could stop me if I already told you the story, but it's, it's oh, okay. Um, I went one year. I, I was uh, my buddy Steve, uh, funny Steve, we call him. Uh, he and I did this thing that a, a guy set up in uh, Lake Hiawatha, New Jersey, an outdoor maze, scary maze, and we were went there and volunteered as live actors. And I dressed up as the scream guy, um, and I was really getting into the role. You know, I was really having fun with it. I, I just love it. It's it's a blast for me to do that, making people scream, jumping out of the shadows. Um, so afterwards, you know, we had a beer and then we're like, uh, you know, let's go out. And it was, it was a Wednesday night that year. And at the fireside, which was the local hang for us in, in Jersey, 
there was a band playing and uh he and i went he was dressed as captain america i think and i was the scream guy and i walked in in you know full costume and the room was packed and the band was playing and um the way the fireside is set up it's sort of a, a horseshoe bar around uh an elevated stage um where it's, so the band is visible everywhere um and I walked in and I looked at around and the band's playing and people are just kind of standing there. Nobody's like dancing and didn't seem like anybody's having fun. And so I just came in like a moron and just, and you know, I had already had a couple beers probably. <laughs> and I just started like dancing, um, like over the top dancing where we're like, everybody's just standing around and I'm just all of a sudden over the top dancing in my scream outfit. Um, and you know, it's, it's got the big cape, you know, and everything it's, it's very, uh, you know, uh, noticeable. <laughs> and I'm getting up and like, you know, getting up to girls and just grinding on them and, and like I'm getting dirty looks from guys and stuff. And people kept trying to take off my mask. I know I did tell you this story because I, I know, didn't I tell you the story before? It's on another Wisdom Hour, I think. But it's Halloween season. Potentially, I don't recall it though. Okay. So, and this is back when I smoked. Um, so I, I cut a little hole in the, uh, and you could smoke indoors and I cut a, little hole in the in the mouth of the mask and I was smoking a cigarette through like as the scream guy and uh got like a straw for my drink I was drinking um and just just being a complete nuisance people kept trying to rip off my mask and I wouldn't let them and I the thing is I know a lot of people that hang there and I know the owner and the bartenders and I even knew the band you know I knew who they were so I went uh I went to the side of the stage and grabbed a hold of the singer and I said like after everybody in the bar has seen me and everybody is no knows like I'm here and being silly and funny, but also a nuisance. Um, and I'm like, Hey dude, can I play a song? And he's like looking at me just bewildered. And he's like, uh, I, I don't even know you, who you are. <laughs> so I lifted up my mask and showed him my face and he's like, Oh, okay. He's like, yeah, you can come up and play. So I got up and played Machine Head and just just like stretched out, you know, with my cape and like my legs are spread. I'm just like taking up all this space and, you know, I can play. So people were watching like, oh, OK, but this guy actually is, is a bass player. And it was just to me, it was just hilarious. The whole thing was I was cracking up under that mask. And, um, and then they had a cost costume contest and I got up for that and I was booed. <laughs> You were booed? I was booed. Booed by some people. <laughs> booed by some people. Um, but, you know, I didn't win. There were better costumes than that. But I, it was just so much fun for me to to pretend, you know, to be in this costume. and Because that's totally not me. That's not something I would ever do. I wouldn't walk in a bar and start grinding on girls and, you know. <laughs> so that's my little... You were like undercover alter ego. Yeah. Scream guy. Fun stuff. Um, so, uh, yeah, you know, I pretty much, I love playing, I pretty much have played Halloween every year, I think, since I've been here. Um, so I have a whole closet full of costumes, but we're thinking the Reno 911 guys. That's our, that's our, uh, that's our That's biggest a great group. idea, dude. That, that, that will be, that'll go over good. <laughs> we'll look ridiculous, though. All of us in shorts and long socks. But so what? I'm not afraid to look ridiculous. 
And I'm going to grow a real mustache. Me and Jason are both going to do it. We're going to grow a real mustache for like a big one, long one. You know, get into the part. There was a band that you had played in at one point, right? Where the guy had something to do with mustaches. Yeah, that was Jay Delaval. He's a... Um, yeah. <clears throat> We did uh, in 2009. We did the Stash Bash tour. He, he's a he's a, a original song songwriter, singer songwriter, guitar player from Jersey, um, and uh, we went out on the road for oh gosh, how long was it? It was I don't think it was longer than a couple weeks. It might have been shorter than that even. Um, but it was called the Stash Bash tour, and Jay Jay had made this documentary called uh, The Glorious Mustache Challenge, which was. Um, getting guys under 30 to grow a mustache and have it just a mustache for a month, for 30 days, and just see what happens. Any, any kind of filmed, you know, you get to know these people in, in, the, in the beginning and then saw what happened with their interactions with other people and stuff, how they were treated because they had a mustache. <laughs> and it was, it's, really in, it's really entertaining and actually, uh, you know, sociological... Um, experiment that's that was interesting um so he went on this whole mustache ride and uh created the the stash bash tour where he found all these bands um that had like a song that had something to do with the mustache or even it just had the word mustache in their song and uh mostly i think it was almost all original bands it might have been all original bands that we played with um and uh that was a lot of fun, man. I, I, I was really introduced to a, a lot of good music from that. And it's one of the things I really love going about, uh, about going on tour is hearing other bands and, and uh, discovering new music. Um, some of it I still listen to, even uh, the, some of the bands I played with then. So that was good. And I, I did grow a mustache for that, too. And it looked horrible. Mustache bash. Yeah, I remember that. Bash. And I, I did grow a mustache for that, and it looked horrible. But I'm going to do it again. For Halloween. That's good. You shave it off the next day. Right. I might even uh, dye it because I'm sort of, I get some, <laughs> I, I got some grays in my, in my facial hair. You dye it blonde. Dye it blonde. Hmm. I was thinking dark, but maybe a blonde would be good. Blonde and do like Fu Manchu, you know? Hmm. Yeah, I'm definitely going to do that, the, the, the long mustache. And there's no risk. You know, if we don't end up doing that costume, I can just shave it off. Or I can keep it and employ it with another costume. But I want to do something cool for that. In fact, because I have so many costumes in my closet, I can do... I could do a costume... One, two, three, four... I guess four nights in a row because I don't play on Halloween. Actually, I might play on Halloween this year. I don't even know yet. Um, but the weekend before, I would play. Well, Halloween's on a Tuesday this year, so right, you would normally be off, right? Normally be off, but the, the guy that normally plays Tuesday at the Swamp is uh, in a in a big band down here, and it's it might be likely that he's playing that night. I can I can find out. I can just check his schedule online. Um, so if he's playing, then I'll, I will be asked to play at the swamp. 
And I'd be happy to do it. I love Halloween. So much fun. It's it's really like Mardi Gras down here. It it really gets packed um, on Halloween. On the, it really is a great night to play. Right. No, it's a good it's a good gigging night. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah. So I wasn't thinking we were going to talk about that yet, since it's yeah. But people are out there festive. You know, they're, they're in costume. It's good. Mm. Yeah, I think it's just because the weather just suddenly changed to fall weather that now it's like now it's real. Really coming. It's really here. Fall has arrived. Yes. So Fall did, has fallen. Um, so did I tell you uh, about my whole green screen setup thing? No, you had said you were you were hoping to do it. Yeah, I got this lighting in last week uh, that I had ordered online. Professional lighting with the umbrella and everything. And uh, then I went out to uh, just uh, a fabric store and got a big thing of green felt and created a green screen on my wall um and i thought it was going to be very uh uh a big learning curve to to figure out how to do this and it wasn't i just it took me like 10 minutes to figure out like it just research how to set up the camera or set up the software and um and i just followed the directions which was easy and it, there it goes it worked and it looked great and i'm like this is awesome and it, i it's crazy like because i'm in this small apartment but i have this now i have this setup like a studio setup where it looks very professional and you can put any background there any image so i picked a uh a, a image of a, of like a nightclub kind of setup but it, more like a, a more like a huge man cave with with a pool table and and speakers and stuff and people were stunned and they're like whoa <laughs> what's this and and it looked some people th- actually thought i was sitting in that room so it looks that good um so uh and i got a lot more uh activity on the live feed this is doing a facebook live with video and everything um and i got a lot more activity just by having the look be better so i'm really psyched about that man and i'm playing with it now I'm having some issues with the internet, though. It's it's just been this week or the last five or six days trying to go live. It's been choppy. Not even five or six days, three or four days. Uh, the inter- internet has just been uh, doing the live stream anyway. It's just been very choppy. I ha- I haven't been able to get a smooth one since the first couple ones I did. But but it's a uh, it's a blast, dude. I can't wait till you see it. I obviously you haven't seen it. Yeah, that. I can't wait. That sounds killer. It's in the group. If you, um, I've been doing it. I've been going every day in the group and doing a video, um, doing a live, and trying to uh, talk to people. And people are digging it. And people are uh, um, uh, connecting more with me and with each other too by having this. Um, uh, the group. I can't say enough about how much is is. It's crazy, man. It's just nuts how how quickly this thing doubled <laughs> in in people. Yeah, well, you know, like you said, they're all over it. You know. Yeah, I don't, I don't know, I don't know how it happened, but it did happen. So, I guess I don't need to know how. No, you don't. All you need to do is figure out how to keep it going. Yeah, and it's keeping going. Um. 
I'm the thing that I'm doing uh, that I'm really focusing on is just really listening to feedback and um, and trying to steer it in more of a direction that the majority of people want. Um, so the biggest problem in the group is that people are coming in, especially new members are coming in and they're posting their gig. Come see us play at blah 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 on blah blah blah. And I have I posted new guidelines at the top um, to make it simpler for people to, to read. I just put kind of bullet points. I said, be, be cool to each other. Don't post your gigs here. This is not your target audience. Um, right. And uh, there was one other thing there. And the thing about Facebook is, you, and I have it pinned at the top, so anybody that comes goes onto the page on a computer will see it pinned at the top. However, on your phone... It doesn't. Def- the pinned post doesn't show up at the top in the pinned spot. You have to select show pinned post. That's too many P's. Um, <laughs> That's a lot of P's, dude. Pinned post. Um, and um, nobody does that on their phone. Nobody even probably even know, or most people don't even know that option is there. So new members are coming in, you know, getting approved and saying, all right, I'm going to promote my gig not understanding what the group is about, not doing any research on it, not reading through the posts first. They're just coming in and trying to, to sell themselves. And um, so that's a, been a big topic of discussion in the group. And for me, too, when I'm going on the live thing, it's like I, I really want to um, create... The, and the reason I got this whole green screen thing and everything, I want it to look professional. I want to be able to do graphics and stuff and... Um, show people how to proper properly market themselves online and a lot of it is is really very basic and elementary but there's a lot of people that are just not very tech savvy um people that are older than us too that are trying to market themselves and and they don't have you know that um experience with the internet or not uh, as much and facebook and you know facebook is relatively new still in the grand scheme of things it's only 10 11 years old um so and there's a lot of things that you can do on facebook that people don't know and just etiquette stuff so i've been very busy in the group like going in when people post an event and if they're posting just the event if they're saying you know xyz band is playing at abc bar on october 17th then that's you know there's no value to the group for that um, however, if they post something with content and then say, oh, and by the way, we're playing on this date, there you go. Now, that's a better way to market your band. Put a v- cool video up of yourself um, from you know a recent gig and say, you know, we'll be doing this song uh, next Saturday at blah, blah, blah. That's a good way to market yourself to this audience. Um and not because it's going to increase the chances of anybody going to that gig, but it's going to show other people, okay, this is the right way to market to your audience, to the, your target audience, which is not Cover Band Central. Your target audience is your your fan base, your whoever's on your friends list, whoever's on your Facebook page, and a lot of people that are musicians don't even have a Facebook page. I mean, they have to um, if you want to market your band, and and it's. You know, I could go on and on about marketing right now, and you won't be saying a word. I'll just be like, blah, 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 blah. But this is a thing that I really want to do for the group is put together sort of a presentation for them and talk about 
things like that, like I just said, and get really into the nitty gritty of it and, and the, the, the basic fundamentals of what you need to, to market yourself and then how to go about using the stuff that you have. You know? Hey, listen, you know, marketing is, is probably the most, one of the most important things, you know? Mm. So the, the more you know about it and can steer people in the right direction, you know, that that's valuable, valuable information. It's huge, man. It's, um, I, because I, I would say with confidence that most people, I don't know if I could put a number on it, but I'll just say most people don't know how to market themselves properly. Um, I would agree with you. And it's something, you know, like I grew up, my dad was a salesman. I grew up in sales. You know, my real jobs were sales related for 20 years. Um, so I learned a lot about marketing, just selling and, and doing it myself with, with myself, with my, you know, with my being a bass player, um, learning how to sell myself. And I'm also a computer geek. So I was on the, on the internet when it first came around and Facebook when it first came around too, pretty much. So, yeah, yeah that's what it is too. A lot of people don't have the technological savvy, you know, to, to really utilize the technology to market the band. You know, so I think that's a great topic of discussion that I think, like I said, it's not hard if you know how to do it, right? But a lot of people don't know how to do it and they don't know where to go to learn how to do it. Right. Right. So I'm going to do some uh, little presentations for people there and I'm going to break it down into certain aspects of marketing. I mean, because there's so much, Um, but really kind of just give people the, the basics of what they need to know and then create a program. Um that will get more in, intense into it um, uh, that will be, uh, you know, s- that people could join that program if they like. So that's the whole thing I'm going to be putting together and I'm really excited about it. It's so much fun. It's so much fun for me because I'm just a little kid and I love playing with stuff, playing with new toys. <laughs> the, well, the green screen sounds really cool. Oh, it's awesome, dude. It, some Like when I first had it, some guys were like, uh, Hey, yeah, you should put yourself on, like, famous album covers, like Houses of the Holy Year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And you could do, I mean... You get a lot of fun with that. I mean, literally any image, it's right there at your fingertips. You just Google whatever image you're looking for and find one that's a good resolution and put it in, in the, the software and boom, there's your background. It's so cool. It's so cool and it's so easy and it's not even expensive. Like, the, the software I'm using, dude... OBS software out there, if anybody's interested, OBS, um, it is free. It's free. <laughs> you don't have to even pay for it. And it's it's very easy to use. It, um, there's a lot of tutorials online, too, on YouTube that show you how to use uh, the, the different parts of it. Um, but it's very user-friendly if, you, if you're familiar with, you know, audio programs or video programs. Um, it's good stuff. And I bought a camera, you know, it's you know, like $80, maybe a, a really good HD camera. It's a little tiny thing. It just clips on the top of your, the, the computer, uh, the, my laptop. And I'm using a 58 microphone. That's it. Short 58. SM58. Rocks. These things are so affordable now, you know? Yeah. It, it really is, uh, you know more 
affordable than ever to, to, to buy gear, you know, quality gear and really make high, high quality uh, broadcasting stuff. You know, like you said, you've seen it. Yeah. And the, the majority of the quality for me is going to be in the content, but I really just want it to look professional so people take it seriously. Because if it's, you know, just a picture of me sitting in my apartment saying, hey, this is what you should <laughs> what's do. What's up? Hey, what's up, dude? Um, drinking a beer and sitting in my pajamas. Uh, that's not yeah, going to... It makes a big difference. It really that's, does. That's not going to instill a lot of confidence in me. Um, so, yeah, making it look good and um, uh, providing good content. There you go. Good content and it looks good. Yeah. And I... Th- I th- I think I have enough of an audience. I mean, it's 15,700 something in the group. Um, wow. And I already have enough people that are interested in stuff that I'm talking about. You know, anytime I go live or put videos up or even put just comments up, uh, I have a lot of, you know, quote unquote followers that are, that are just, that are loyal to CBC and understand the vision and uh, are cheering me on really. Um, so um, that's just going to grow the more I do this. Because um, there's nothing like this, dude. There's nothing like Like, I'm a Facebook junkie, man. And as far as music is concerned, any sort of music sites, musician sites, I should say, on Facebook, nobody is doing what I'm doing. Nobody. Going live and talking directly to people. Looking straight in the camera. Live. No script. Nothing. Just talking to them and... And then reading their comments and saying their name right there and having an interactive conversation. Um, there's nobody doing it. And I think it works. <laughs> well, and you build a community. You know, there's people that want to be a part of that. You know, like I have a good friend of mine, Solomon. He was, lives in Florida. He's a drummer. And he was up here for about three weeks, uh, you know, for vacation. And what he did is he spent the entire three weeks. He went out every night to a different venue, a different bar, a different place, a different concert, different something, and jammed with a whole bunch of different musicians and posted it all to Facebook. There you go. You know, say three weeks of of nonstop jamming. You know, sitting in with this band, sitting in with that band, and going here and going there and documenting the whole thing so with the social media you know it's so accessible so you know like if you followed him it was like you're on vacation with him for three weeks you know you got to experience all these cool things you know all the videos he posted and all the pictures and it's like a whole timeline of stuff so you know when you get a whole community involved with with that sort of thing especially with music you know everyone you're a musician you you know you're a music lover right so you're going to have an affinity to be drawn towards other like-minded individuals and other, you know, musical content. Right. So to have a place where to find that, you know, in one depository and to have all the resources there, you know, that's what makes it special. Yeah. Because it's not just, you know, it's not just a booking agency website. It's not just a, a video posting website. You know, it's, it's, it's a community. It really is. It's a cover band central. You know, it, it's cover band community is what it really is. Yeah. And none of these other sites really have a personality. You know, I think cover band central has a personality and it's it's a big part of me and and my vision and what my personality is 
but it's you know all these offshoots into the other stuff but it's it just it just feels like a personality where others feel just sort of dry and sterile um other music similar music pages or sites and i think that's a a big uh, a big big plus a uh, big draw to it cuz the thing it, the reason it's growing so much and uh, you know it just really occurred to me and I knew it all along i guess but because people started really digging what what it was about and they started telling their friends and they started inviting their friends their music friends and i get it every day you know where there's like you know uh john smith invited so and so and john smith invited and they 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 do like eight or nine people each of these people that are into it so it's just um you know it's really exploded for that reason and that's it, you know. It's the going viral thing, you know. When 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 people get excited about something, they want everybody else to know. <laughs> they want everybody else to know. Uh, without a doubt, they want to tell their friend, and then tell a friend, and you know, before you know it, you got a whole bunch of people checking it out. Yeah. So um, that's been a, a, a big fun part of my last week since the last wisdom hour of uh, just putting this all together, doing the screen screen stuff, having fun with it, playing with it, um, and trying to make it better. And I've hit a lot of, you know, roadblocks, um, but that's part of the fun of it, too. So, hey, what are some ideas for the green screen that you're going to start utilizing for? I don't know. I I went through and picked a bunch of images today, uh, new ones, and I found, like, this uh, concert hall. It was an empty concert hall, and somebody pointed out that they recognized what hall it was, and I don't remember what they said, but... It's a big concert hall, and you're seeing it from the crowd point of view, and you see the stage, and it's just got a single grand piano on it, and that's all that's on the stage. Um, Then I have a uh, a cool picture of a recording studio, this big board, big uh, mixing board. I tried that. I was looking for some uh, some beach pictures to put me on a beach just for fun. And yeah, on top of a mountain like Mount Everest, or <laughs> yeah, golf I, course. You jam and bass on a golf course. Yeah, and I, I got one from outer space. I'm like, hey, look at this, see me. I'm in outer space. <laughs> so it's really anything. I I don't know. Like I was trying to just. I only spent like five minutes on it. Like, wh- all right, what are some ideas that I could where I could put myself? Um, but I wanted to have it. I want to have it look like music related. Like the 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 one I used today. The last one I did. Uh, was in a uh, recording studio with the big mixing board behind me and uh and it looks really cool it just it looks like i'm sitting in that studio and i want it you know it's a music thing i want it to look musical behind me it it, it, it makes me seem legitimate <laughs> well it is legit dude like you said you got, I know. You know, got I know. definitely um you know i've i've seen a bunch of different th- you know different um podcasts broadcasts video casts of uh you know different drumming things too and one was good good one was mike's lessons you know and it started off he was you know you could see as the years went on his technology got better his you know his audio got better his content got better right and you know before you know it he's is you know mike johnston and he's now he's you know he's gigging and he's touring and he's doing clinics all over the world and nice. it really took off for him you know there's a but, dude there's a dude that has a, he's a guitar player and his site is called music is win <laughs> and he has a 
you know, Facebook page and he's got a YouTube page and he teaches music is win or wind win W I N music oh. is win, which is silly. Um, so right off the bat, you know, okay, this guy's tongue in cheek. He's, you know, not taking himself seriously. This is fun. Uh, but the guy's a really good guitar player and he's a really likable guy. He's very good on camera and he's been doing videos for years and he had, he does it with his, it's either his girlfriend or, or his wife. He'll, you know, come up with these wacky scenes and do just like a two minute video, but it's something right. like guitar. It's something music related. He'll be like, uh, he'll pick a, a topic like, uh, uh, like most annoying riffs to a girl, you know, and he'll just like, <laughs> and then he'll have like his girlfriend sit next to him and he'll play like a, you know, like a Slayer riff or something. And, uh, you know, show her face, like, you know, make it a sour look. Um, but funny guy, and, and he teaches, the way he makes a lot of his money is he teaches guitar on online, like on Skype. So he gives guitar lessons, charges for that, and um, that's how he kind of got started doing this whole thing. And then he came up with Music as Win, and um, he's got a ton of people on his page and a ton of people on YouTube. So he's getting YouTube revenue, he's getting revenue from um, teaching, and then he's getting revenue from, uh, from his website as well. So he just, and he just like bought a house recently within the last six months. I remember seeing a video he put up and he said, this is the house that music is wind built. And, uh, so, you know, I mean, you can not only do well marketing yourself, but you can actually make a killer living if you know how to do stuff on the internet like that. Yeah. And you're doing something that you love and enjoy, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's gotta be real. Like this dude is real because you're, you know, you're recording yourself. You're out there. It's, there's, there's no filter, man. That's that's it. You're it's you, um, and you gotta you gotta be genuine. People will see through bullshit right away. Um, so that's that's a big reason I want to do this, be this face for Cover Band Central, and and be the one that uh, that talks to people and addresses them because this has been my vision for for years, and um, I'm confident in it. And I want people to know me. I want people to get to know me. And I want people to to uh, trust me, and but also to challenge me, too. Um, because I don't think I, you know, I never would say I know everything. And I can learn a lot from everybody else, too. So it, it really is very interactive uh, all the time. Um, but I just happen to have, you know, a, a ton of experience and still am a, a full-time working musician. So I'm in the mix with everybody. Yeah, imparting wisdom to help others yeah. that are looking to pursue the same type of, uh, you know, career in music, right? And like you said, you can make a great living playing covers and marketing yourself and doing all these things on the internet. You know, but it's about, like you said, being genuine, being yourself, doing what makes you happy. And, um, you know, most important, like, is the part about being genuine, right? Like, what you see is what you get. You can't be something that you're not, you know? And that's going to come through and people are going to read, uh, you know, they're going to see right through it, whether or not it's real. You know, you're being genuine, you're trying to sell something or you're really, truly, you know, invested in helping other people. You know, that all comes through and, and uh, it's all great stuff. And like I said, that's that's why, you know, you have so many followers and so many members, you know, on the Cover Band Central page and in the group. Right. right. Because it's like I said, there's something special there that people are, are drawn to. And they, they, they feel an affinity towards that community and having that camaraderie with other musicians, you know? 
and you're in one of the music capitals of the world. So what better place to be, you know, to market the, the very essence of, of what you're doing. Right. Yeah, that's a good point, too, the, the affinity and, and the loyalty that these people are showing with each other and with the group. There's people that are in there, you know, every day. There's, there's a lot of names that I see every day that are commenting on people's posts and, and really trying to, to be helpful. Um, and it's so it's so cool. It's like my kids, you know. It's like I have fifteen thousand seven hundred. Yeah, but like I said, kids. they're not. There's no egos or competitions. You know, people are there to help each other and, and share freely. Yeah, you know of that, and I was always amazed by that with musicians. You know, or most musicians anyway. There's always a few. You know, that aren't going to fit into that particular category. But there's plenty of of good people out there where you know you know hey, show me how to do that thing or how did you have some success with this or what did you do to make your band successful? And it's like, I can't tell you that. You know, then your band will be successful and you'll be my competition, you know? Right. There's enough room out there for everybody to be successful. There sure is. So you know, when you can share, you know, the different, you know, techniques and different strategies and things that you've used to, to help, you know, your particular situation in band and, you know, some things may be unique to the type of, you know, uh, situation that you're in, but other things are universal, you know, that can be applied, like you said, across, you know, across the board. Yeah, absolutely. Literally, you know, for, uh, you know, can help all kinds from, from, you know, solo acoustic guys to, to full-blown bands to, you know, spanning many different genres of music. You know, there's certain laws, certain irrefutable laws, of, like of marketing, right, that will work. Uh, regardless of what what it is that you're trying to to sell or market, right? Isn't sure. To know what those strategies are. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and then action, right? You got to take action. That's the biggest thing. You can have lofty goals and all these dreams and stuff, but you got to roll up the sleeves and put action to to make it happen. Yeah. And believe that it will work too. I, I was talking to a guy who's who's a CBC member. His name's Mickey. I can't remember his last name. Um, and he put up a really good post about, uh, similar to something that I, I wrote an article about, is that we're losing a lot of our our, our, uh, our idols, our, our rock icons, our music icons, and how important it is for us to really keep that music alive by being cover band musicians and, and playing the stuff live, because people still want to hear it. And he put up a post that sort of echoes that uh, statement, and, um, and I went and hit like on it and it was two o'clock in the morning and then he emailed me or messaged me and said um it's like what are you doing up don't you sleep it's you know it's two o'clock in the morning and i'm like ah you know i'm a night person and we just started getting into a conversation about you know my vision and and he understands my vision and uh and about the the charging for it you know um the website I, i'm think i'm really leaning towards having it be a membership only website um and that will that will accomplish a lot of things that are, are consistent with my goal and uh, if i want to devote a lot more time to this which i really do i need to uh be generating some revenue from it so yeah, uh, and i think i think you need both i think you need the pay the pay portion right for the people that are really serious about it and that want the extra content and all the extra things. And then you still have the regular, you know, the, the free portion of it, right? Yeah. So I don't anything know. Else. You have, you know, your, your trial thing or your free version of whatever. And then when you actually pay for it, you get all the perks. Yeah. That's a possibility. I, I mean, I'm thinking of maybe 
just making it all completely all of it membership because I'm I'm not I'm not sure what sort of content I can put in there that's non-membership that people won't be able to find it somewhere else. You know what I mean? Well, I, you know, yeah, it, it's definitely worth thinking about, you know. Like you have the forum, you have the, you know, you have all the things now that are Cover Band Central, right? Yeah. You know, on the page. But then you have the group, which is separate. Yeah, so I have the page, which is free. We've got the group, which is free. We do this podcast, which is free. I do the, you know, the videos, uh, uh, the live videos, it's free. Um, so having a website that that's going to have the specific content that people want. The specific things that people, most people want in there. So, so the website will only be comprised of people that are really serious about this and, and, uh, really want to grow as musicians. Um, and I think that's really the majority. Um, I think the mi- minority is the people that are just goofballs in there. So, um, and, you know, I, I think we, t- I, I didn't even think of our, or, pick a price yet but we might have talked about it already or I, I definitely talked about it on one of the Facebook lives that I did was it would be you know a monthly charge uh, nominal you know five bucks ten bucks at the most um, right. and what do you pay for your Netflix you know what do you pay for a cup of coffee at Starbucks what do you, you know what are you paying for your gym membership are you even going to to the gym when you know um, so that I think that would be worth it for musicians it's it's not it's not going to hurt any musicians, even people that don't make a lot of money. And I would provide a tremendous amount of value for, for that, um, you know, over deliver for that amount of money. Um, so that's kind of the, that's kind of way I'm leaning. And then I don't want to do the, the, these sort of 30 day mentoring programs, which would be, um, uh, with a specific topic or a couple topics, for, for instance, it would be like a marketing thing, maybe like intensive 30-day marketing, like getting all your ducks in a row. By the end of 30 days, you're going to be a rock star as far as knowing how to sell yourself. Um, so that would be for you know an additional premium, something like that. And that I could do in the group too. I could I could promote that in the group, promote that on the page, and it doesn't it it can be independent of the website. Um, so that's kind of where I'm going. That's where I'm headed right now with this. And and I've been asking people what they think about that and they've I've gotten a lot of positive feedback so that's the plan yeah, no it's a great idea yeah it's kind of what I'm doing with Bob Bob Doyle is uh, we talked about him last week but um, from the secret and I'm in one of his programs and and the way he does it is he, he creates a private group and you have to pay to join um, but then you have access to him directly all the time. And he comes in there all the time and, and makes videos and responds to people with videos. And you know, he's just active in there 24 seven basically. And that's something I want to do in a group of my own for musicians where I can really be for them, be there for them on a day to day basis, you know, where it's like, okay, we did this thing now, like what's next, you know, kind of thing where I can really kind of hold people's hands and, and, uh, and, steer them in the right direction so that's the to me just the idea of doing it just even talking about it I, I'm just thrilled about it excited about it uh, that opportunity because I know it's out there dude there's, there's definitely people out there that are, are hungry for something like that because there isn't anything like it you know that I know of anyway 
No, I haven't seen anything either, even remotely close. Like, what are you going to do? Go to Rock and Roll Fantasy Camp and play with uh, Ace Freely? <laughs> what are you going to learn there? Yeah. yeah, well, everyone has their own, you know, agendas and their own goals, right? And that may be someone's goal to, to do that, and that's great. But there's other people with other aspirations, you know, and yes. that are looking for a platform that gives them the information, you know, and gives them the pointers and the tips and the experience and the things to do. And almost like, you know, a recipe to follow this and, and then, you know, you'll get you'll get certain results out of it, right? And depending what your goals are, you can tailor the program to, you know, to uh, accommodate, you know, maybe someone wants to play out, you know, once a month. Maybe someone wants to play out once in a while. Maybe someone wants to play out every night, you know, one or several times a week, you know, people want to play only locally guys want to play different demographics guys want to play a tribute band cover band classic rock band you know there's all kinds of things and ways to market that and tricks to the trade and yeah you know all the things to get there too you know what to focus on you know yeah how to mix the band what to be conscious of when you're on stage hand signals right is it okay to use cheat sheets can you is it cool to have an ipod up on the stand you know there's always going to be a thousand questions and a thousand opinions yeah. So you stick to what you know that what works, you know, and you've seen yeah. and done a lot yeah. of things, you know, both good and bad. So you can really talk at, you know, from, from both, both angles. Yeah. And I, I'm good at troubleshooting, too, because I, I spent, like I said, a lot of time uh, of my real world uh, work experience in sales, but in, in management as well. That was really primarily what I was doing was managing uh, businesses um, and where I had a staff that I had to direct and and. Um, and I always used to say the biggest part of my job was solving problems. I always had to solve problems. Um, so I, I'm really accustomed to that sort of thing. And especially in this situation where I, I really have so much experience with it, but really the passion for it being done well, um, for everybody. So uh, yeah, like you said, man, this, the, the circumstances are going to be different with everybody based on age and experience and location, um, uh, what they're looking to do. Uh, I, I mean, there's so many factors that come into play, um, but that's the fun of it. It's where, okay, let's take all this stuff and, and let's see what we can do to, to make it better. You know, And there's always something you can do, um, even for myself, because I do it for myself as well. You know, I'm always trying to improve and, and uh, troubleshoot my myself and figure it out. So why not do it for others, too? Yeah, and the one thing, you know, across all these genres, right, all these demographics, all of these things that we talked about, there could be diversity of a hundred different things, right? But there's one thing that will remain consistent across all of these goals, all of these efforts, all of these ambitions, all of these traits of success and all of these secrets and things and, you know, guidance and wisdom. And that one thing comes down to attitude. Yes, sir. Right? No matter what band you play, no matter where you live, no matter how you're doing it, no matter how often you're playing, no matter how many people are in the band, no matter what your goal is or your aspiration to get out of that effort, attitude is going to play the biggest part in everything that you do. Yeah, absolutely. 
It's a, a positive it, attitude, and like you said, never lose sight of something that you believe in, you know? Yes. But approach it with passion and with a positive attitude that's conducive to other people wanting to be around you, you know, and that's the key. Right. Approach it with love, man. If you love playing music and you love hanging out with people, you love being on stage, approach it all of it with love. That's that's a great way to wrap this up, dude. Nicely this done. This is number 21, baby. Nicely done, my friend. All right. Yeah, Wisdom Hour number 21 in the books. Uh, Facebook.com slash Central. Right on cue. And the website's coming soon. Yeah. Tony, what's your band's thing? TheWiseOfHimers.com. Check us out. We'll get a new website coming up shortly. Yes, sir. All right, brother. Peace. We'll see you next week, my friend. See you next week, brother. Until then, peace. Peace out. Peace. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.